Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're waiting for more beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and today we are reading a telephone call by Dorothy Parker, and starting with a beer. It is called Telephone Lines, and it is by Finbeck. I think we've probably had this before. I believe we had this. Yeah. I think we did it on Moby Dick. Can't oh, be sure. Though. Probably. Well, it's hard to remember. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. That was, that was a terrible day. It was a wonderful experience, but terrible the next, next day. day was really <laughs> terrible. Telephone lines is a Pilsner dry hopped with Citra. So it's an interesting kind of twist on the Pilsner game. It's fine. It's definitely one of the better Pilsners I've ever had. And it ends up tasting yep. like an IPA to me or an American Pilsner. Yeah. It's yeah. got that like Pilsner thing. It has something, some, something with the grain. Yeah. It's got the flavor that Pilsners have, but this is different because it also has Cocoa. like hops Pils- to it. Pilsner Urkel flavor. That just tastes like sweaty dick. It just tastes like a fucking Pilsner. What's there like a Pilsner and a Kolsch? They're both kind of just whatever, yeah? I'm sure there's a significant difference, but taste-wise to, to me, Germans. they're kind of the same thing. So, uh, yeah, this is a really, really short story. I don't know why I have three beers for it. Because they're stupid. As stupid as this fucking story. Oh, it's very meta. <laughs> we go deep on this podcast. <laughs> Not like this lady did, though. If she did, there would have been a phone call. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so Dorothy Parker, this is uh, like a first-person like stream of consciousness. This woman who's obviously waiting for a phone call, and she's waiting for... The, the man, whatever the man's name is, I forget what it is right now, uh, to call. And she's like, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, please just call now, please, please. And just goes kind of on and on in that vein Yep, for about a page and a half. And it's a terrible thing. She's miserable. It's a modern hell. I would say it's a modern hell. Yeah, yeah. some sort of. Mm-hmm. I mean, this book's not modern. It's probably from the 50s. Yeah, probably, but the, yeah. Uh, the feelings evocated it in it. Uh, oh, my God. Evoked, I think, is the word you're looking for. Yeah, the present tense of evocative. Evocative. <laughs> <laughs> the feelings are still happening. It's still a thing people worry about. So I thought that was. I thought that was just text messages, though. Yeah, I was like, when will he text me? I see he's typing, but he didn't send it. The little, the three little dots showed up, and then they went away. That's the equivalent, yeah. Or is it like he left me on delivered or read? He left me on read. What's that from? That's what they say. You know, like it says when someone's oh. someone's read your messages, so you can see they've seen it, but they haven't responded yet. Like. Oh yeah, so oh. that's a modern hell. This is a almost modern hell, I guess. Well, this is a Keller beer from Jack's Abbey. Keller, Keller, yeah, as in uh, can't hear or see. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, just a hair under six percent alcohol, unfiltered Ooh. and unpasteurized pint of lager. It smells sour. Twenty five IBUs. It doesn't taste sour. No, it's it an interesting it kind of taste. That is different than uh, it's pretty subdued taste, but it smells yeah. like a sour beer. It tastes nothing like that. It smells very bready to me. Like weedy. I really like this. I think nice. it doesn't taste like beer exactly. You know what I mean? But I really like it. I kind of get what you mean. Yeah. It's like a hint of a fruity kind of flavor in there of some sort. So to f- go on further in the story, because there isn't that much. So first she really, uh, she's like, please call, please call. And then she's, <laughs> and then she says, oh, should I call him back? No, he said he would call at five. And it's just, I will just count and then eat their like three little sections and they're each... The end of each section is, I will just count to count to 500 by fives. Five, yeah, how would you count by fives? Ten. Just count to less numbers by one. I don't know. It's just a thing. And then eventually she's like, maybe I said I would call him. Did I, did did I, I say that? Did I, maybe I said that. I didn't call maybe, him. Maybe he's just, there are just other people in the office and he just can't call right now. Right. This story is old enough that, you know, there's one phone line. Yeah. yeah so, oh, maybe I like to imagine her in the story. She's like sitting on her, like laying on her bed with her feet up, just like. Hands in her, <laughs> on her chin, just like mm-hmm. leaning, just looking at the phone. Like For those waiting. of you listening at home, Jimmy is doing the yeah. thing with the hands with like her, her chin with like right the now. rollers in her hair, kind of like this, like the sleepover in Greece. <laughs> yeah, 
but she's by herself, even though it's 5 p.m. That's or 7 p.m. She's like, it's like hours she's been waiting. Like, but she's not going to call. He's not going to yeah. call. That's, mm-hmm. what I, that's what I imagine was that, that same kind of thing. And, and at the end, he's like, I, she, she says, I wish he was dead. Yeah, she shifts <laughs> very quickly. She's uh, almost, I don't know, would you say uh, uh, two-hearted? I think she is, yes. Is that what that was for? <laughs> yep. Okay. I thought it was just like, because there's two of them, they, have, they each have a heart. <laughs> No. That makes more First sense. She, also true. <laughs> it's like, Sorry. yeah, I guess they each have a heart. Yeah. But in the in the course of minutes, she grows from loving him to hating him. Well, it, I, she's a grown person in this, right? Yeah, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Because like, he's like, like he's like a guy at like work or some shit. Unless you know they get down like that, and she's still a kid. We heard Lolita. Lolita. Yeah. So this is Bell's Two Hearted Ale, one of the American IPA. Super popular beers, and and I also see this everywhere. Yeah, it's, I've never had it. It's also a very highly rated beer, by the way. Is it called this because they have this picture of the fish? Do fish have two hearts? I have fucking no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. a perfectly balanced American IPA brewed with 100% Centennial hops and bursting with aromas ranging from pine to grapefruit. I definitely get pine. Seven percent. This tastes like a very very good old school IPA. Yeah, I like it. I think this is good. I've had it, it is a good beer. Times. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not I, super bitter. I also think it's important to remember that while my personal tastes may have evolved, that I don't like this kind of beer that much anymore. I prefer a different kind of IPA. What mm-hmm. is an American IPA? It's just a very hoppy IPA. More bitter. So it's more, more bitter. It doesn't taste as bitter as other ones. But that's because you've been having IPAs, especially on this oh, podcast. I've been desensitized. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I may no longer find this exciting, this kind of beer. There was a time when this was the fuck, this kind of beer would have been the fucking shit. And some people, many people with beer, with, with alcohol in general, they kind of like find their drink and they stick with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas we've been more um, gypsy-ish and just kind of wander around and try different things. Based on how the names work. Often yeah. it's that or the random ingredient in the beer or yep. the cool picture on the can. <laughs> but even with the stuff I drink for my own uh, edification in between episodes, I kind of I go for different kinds of IPAs. But this is a great IPA, so I understand why this is considered one of the best beers. In, this is literally considered one of the best beers in America. I mean, I, I've seen it everywhere. For, it's probably like one of the more common ones we've ever had. It could be helpful that it has really good distribution by us, at least. I think mm-hmm. they're, I want to say they're in Michigan, Bells. They're somewhere around there. Yeah, Comstock, Michigan. So we're, I guess, part of that region. I don't know how that really works. Yeah. Or do they just have huge distribution because they've been around for so long? Or at least by us, you can get a lot of different Bells beers. Have we had any more? We've had some other ones, probably. I don't think so. Because they don't many. really have interesting names. And it's amazing we haven't had this one yet until now, but I don't think, I think this is the first time. So this story is done. Well, does it end with her hating him, or she kind of switches back, doesn't she? She counts again. Does she counts count? again, yeah. She goes back to counting. She hates him, but, you know, she's going to still go, she's still waiting, you know, she, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's kind of like she's fucking 15, but she's a, maybe in her 20s, I guess, I don't really know. Yeah, she's... I mean, I guess part of why this is a famous short story is it kind of the stream of consciousness thing is is experimental and interesting for mid-century yeah. literature. Yeah. But also it's the consciousness of a woman versus a man, which is like 95% of writers, it seems. Yeah. And writing about specifically about her thing between a, ma- a woman and a man. So I can understand why this is an interesting short story. I cannot attest to how authentic her thoughts are. Uh, I mean, from what I understand, it's still pretty authentic. I don't know much about Dorothy Parker, but one funny thing is that she was on some, I don't know, I, I'm imagining some sort of like panel TV show back in the 50s, and she was asked to use the word horticulture in a sentence. Like, that was a test. Oh, and she immediately came back with, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her think. 
Yeah, she's like, known for like wise, very crack, clever. Like she's a sassy lady. Yes. Okay. And that is literally the only other thing I know about Dorothy Parker, except it's like the fifties version of Hollywood Squares. Well, she died. She's one of those Algonquin Round Table folk. Oh, okay. I know she's part of that crowd. I don't know anything else. Like the twenties. I thought so. There was like all the expats. But I could be confusing. Well, Algonquin was in New York, right? Wasn't that like a hotel yeah, or something like that? Yeah, a hotel. With like uh It's the 20s, yeah. So how did this take place in the 50s? I guess, oh. Maybe it didn't. Maybe we were fucking totally wrong. Uh, Wikipedia, engage. Actually, she is a Rothschild. Dorothy oh. Parker, nay, a Rothschild. There you go. Mm. Best known for her wit, wisecracks, and eye for 20th and weather machines. urban <laughs> foibles. First published in 1930. I'm not Okay. So it's just so when you have 30. a phone, you like Back stand when, by and, yeah. and, and crank. Like crank. <laughs> Did you call seven? No, this is eight. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong number. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it's still a pretty normal experience oh. of being a person. It's a very like cynical view of dating, you know, just. But it's not unrealistic. No, it's, it's still very much real today. Yeah. Except now you carry the phone with you, you don't have to stare at it. You probably still do. You don't have to stay in your house and be that agitated. You can do it all day. Oh, man. Isn't that an improvement? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, it is. Space age technology. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I mean, is it a cool story? Is it worth reading? No. All right, cool. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's not worth seeking out and reading. It's a short enough thing, but it's uh, it's the only Dorothy Parker thing I've ever read, so I can't talk about anything else. I'd give give something else. I'd give her other works a shot at some point. Yeah. Try them out. Find more of that wit. Mm. Sweet, sweet wit. Uh, well, tell us what you <laughs> thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And you don't have to count to 500 by fives before you leave us a review wherever you're listening. Uh, just just count to five. Yeah, round up to five, though. Here you go. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>